Alright everybody, how's it going today? Uh, welcome to another episode of Bumper to Bumper. I am your hostess with the most. <laughs> Chris Candy um, here uh, in uh, Hollywood, California. And um, welcome to another episode of Bumper to Bumper. We've got a really great episode today and uh, a lot of new technology, a lot of new features. Uh, I'm really happy to announce we've got new microphones. We've got these awesome new headsets uh, so that the microphone doesn't go directly into our faces if we were to ever get into an unforeseen accident. So we're not doing that, but we do have an awesome guest today, Chef de Cuisine, a uh, good friend of mine, Marie de Paris made Marie Sardon. I said that wrong. I absolutely did, but that is neither here nor there because we're going to get into it today with her. Um, get lost with us in the vortex here, but uh, let's let's just start this show up. Let's call in Rick, see what Rick's doing, and uh, we're going to go pick up Marie. All right, so call in Rick now. Let's see if we get him on. All right, hold on here. Oh, here we go. Getting him in. Hello? Hey there, Rick. Oh, hey, Chris. How are you, How buddy? How are you? Good. No I'm... stress at all. No stress whatsoever. I th- are we always stressed on every episode yeah. because of all the technology we have to use? Yes, we are. Did you did you tell our audience that we're, we switched over to different mics? I did. We've got new a uh, new headset microphone thing going yeah. on, which is really cool. So, I don't know if Chris told you guys, but I'll tell you again. Um, you know, we're on about a four to five week delay with these podcasts. Yep. So uh, it's exciting because um, our first two episodes, at the time of recording this episode, have already come out. So yeah. people uh, people know about the podcast. People are subscribed to the podcast, and uh, one of our friends, Richie, Richie uh-huh. Trimble. Oh yeah, he was the only friend, only friend to do this. He sends me a text <laughs> messages, and he goes, "Hey brother, I love the podcast, uh, but I'm really concerned for you and Chris because yeah. you have those giant microphones right in front of your face, and if that airbag goes off, you're gonna die." And you know. Chris and I, we both are in the acting world, and our face, it's our money maker. <laughs> yeah. That's what's getting us the money. See this right here? If you're watching on YouTube, this thing uh, brings in a lot of dollar bills. Uh, I brings in the bills. And I can't have No one's uh, going to want a hole in the face. No one's going to want a hole in our face no. and be like, how'd you get that hole? Yeah. I got it because I was doing a podcast. A podcast and that I, I got do into it. for the love of entertainment. You know, I'll be honest with you. I was really pissed off, and I already told Richie this. I'm not talking shit about him, but I was pissed when he texted me this because I was like, I just bought this $400 damn microphone, and now you're putting this (laughs) negative shit in my brain? It was uh, really bad. The next day, he said... uh, what about headsets like Britney Spears? And I went, you know, that's that's not a bad idea. Yeah. And uh, we did a little bit of research. Well, these we are good. We these sound to, pretty good, I think. I think the uh, the listening public they, will enjoy yeah. these. I did a little comparison, and you can't really tell a difference. So. You can't. And, you know, the good thing is, like, if, if we have an airbag and it deploys in our face, God forbid, yeah. then uh, we're not going to have a microphone. You know what, Chris? I kind of like it because there's no mic stand now. There's yeah. no sandbag to worry about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whatever. That's neither here nor there. That's what I you already said. Say. I, I just neither said neither here, here nor, nor there. there before the show started. All right. I already said you, it. That's like your favorite catchphrase to say, neither here nor there. Yes, it's a it's very... It's neither here nor there. It's the neither Hi, here nor... Yeah. How are you? Um, now, the uh, other thing that... You want to yeah. know what I'm worried about? So when I, I what are plug you worried in, about? When I plug in the GoPro... Uh, normally there's an electric sign, but when I put it in play mode, the electric sign goes away and just shows the battery. But I'm plugged in, so if this I don't thing know goes, what to tell you. I don't know. T- look, we're gonna go as long as we go. You know, it's showing three quarter battery life, but um, three quarter battery life. Yeah. I thought you got the cable plugged in. It's it plugged in, but it doesn't show it's fully charging. I think it's charging. We're gonna just see I what happens. I think you're fine. I think you're. Did you fully charge the battery last night? Yes, I did. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. You, here's the thing. The audience doesn't give a shit about, about the how technical we put the show stuff. Together. I know, but they want to know. Look, I can only be myself. All right. I got to share a fact that I'm a little nervous. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm you right know by what I'm UCB nervous about. Right this is what? This is one of the um, the more uh, the latest podcasts we've done. Typically, yeah, we like to true. do it. 
We like to do it in the sunlight hours, but tonight uh, we're going to be going into darkness. So well, in LA too, getting it's, a little it's, dark. Yeah, it's daylight savings right now in the vortex, and uh, I also like whoever we're coined vortex, it. We're in the yeah. vortex, live from the vortex, bumper to bumper. Uh, look, um, get lost with us here. Right now in the vortex, it's daylight savings, and um, and it gets dark so freaking early. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty obnoxious. Can uh, I just say? Yeah, go ahead. You know, I checked. I checked our ratings, and we had a strong yeah. five star rating. We had a whole six people give us five stars, yeah. and someone, somebody out there in the bumper to bumper universe, mm -hmm. gave us one star, one <laughs> star for this podcast. <laughs> I feel like it was someone. I'll tell you what. It wasn't somebody that was like, this show sucks so bad that I'm going to give it one star. It was someone that said, uh-uh, it's not all five stars. I'm going to balance out the playing field and drop their average down a little bit by giving them one star. I want to know who that is. Because <laughs> I feel like it might have been one of your fans. I No, it's, look, first of all, it wasn't one of my fans. I don't even, I don't have fans. I have friends. All right. I got buddies in this whole thing. Friends. Right? I got friends. I got friends. And second of all, it was one of your friends. I'm sure because they Why just, is it my friend? Because some of your friends love cast and shade. All right. They just love, whoa. Oh, they love a little whoa. shade. Whoa, 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 whoa. Some of my friends like cast and shade. You're one. You got to give me some names. Names. You got to give me names right now. No, I, I'm not giving <laughs> any names. I'm not giving any names. Uh, how's names your love life going on? My love life? My love yeah. life is fine, man. I'm I'm on the hunt. I'm on the hunt for love at any given Did you hear moment. that, ladies? Chris is on the hunt for love, okay? So if you want to go on a date with him, you can email him at Chris M. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to get a hold. Look, it's, it's easy to get a hold of me. You just go to my website. You, look, that's the funny <laughs> go thing. Website, go to my website. Send him a pic. Lonelybastard.com. Um, let's see here. I'm getting close to Marie, actually. Uh, let's talk about Marie here. I don't. I've never met this. Uh, I'm excited this woman about this that you too. speak of. Yeah. I'm Tell us about like. Uh, I mean, we'll get into it with her, but um, what are we in for here? What is so? What's uh, going on here? Marie is uh, a friend of mine uh, through uh, my friend Natalie Love. It's her cousin, I believe. And uh, okay. And uh, Marie uh, is French. She's uh, from Paris. And uh, she's moved to Los Angeles several years ago, um, and she is a very, very good uh, chef. I mean, she has worked in restaurants. She has worked in uh, catering for uh, movie shoots and all kinds of stuff. But um, I've had a bunch of her souffles, and they are really good. Um, she does a lot of catering now uh, for private events and parties. And mm. we're trying to keep this podcast, uh, you know, uh, interesting <laughs> so we're bringing keep on it diverse uh, we're keeping it diverse in a good way uh, we've got a really awesome uh chef de cuisine coming up uh i don't even know if i'm using any of the terms right i'm nervous talking about well, cooking because okay. i don't know what i'm doing i'm in a i don't know anything about cooking so this is exciting because all of our guests up to this point have either been actors filmmakers comedians <laughs> they're all people that are like us so yeah yeah it's this easy is to some, talk something it's easy new. to talk shop when it's uh Getting close. It's easy to talk shop when it's a. Oh, I think this is a street. Okay, we're getting into her neighborhood here. Uh, what part of town are you at? at well, I'm right near. Now? I'm where, near where your you office. At? I'm near your office. Actually, I'm in. Uh, I'm in oh. the Los Feliz area. So uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, where in? Uh, interesting. I don't know what area she uh, is. What errand she needs to do? But uh, all right. Well, here we, go. we pick the uh, we pick the worst time for traffic. I've been literally just stuck i've got some weird like agita heartburn going on you do i had a um i made some eggs with some spicy sauce and then mm -hmm. i had an espresso and i just got back from mexico city mm -hmm. i did a big job for a client that i can't say because i signed a little contract and you're not supposed to say who it is but i feel like by the time that this podcast comes out yeah the we're such on a delay right here. It's so interesting to me. Just we're in the vortex, mic. you know? Yeah, we're in the vortex. We're in the vortex. Is she coming? Marie? I just texted her. Just, you know, don't stress, mm. man. You got you stress too much, dude. Hey. You got to be like me, dude. I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm chill as a cucumber. Cold as a bottle of wine. Is chill, uh, as, chill as a smooth cucumber? Smooth as an ice cube. I have the AC on in the car, too, so... Um, 
I was thinking of getting rid of my car and buying a Tesla. What do you think about that? A Tesla? Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, you must things must be really good if you're thinking about getting a Tesla, buddy. They're all right. You know what I want to buy? Well, I actually put my I put my $100 into the pot for the new Cybertruck. That thing looks so fucking cool. You want to get that? You know what I'm talking about? You, you want to oh, get that yeah, thing? Oh, yeah, dude. I want that thing. That thing will be the funnest thing to drive around. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's like the DeLorean, but not. It's the Cybertruck. All right, Marie just texted me, Zerev. I, I, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I don't speak French. I don't either. I mean, does I sh- that mean she's I, late? No, I think it's coming, maybe. 19. Yeah, as maybe she's on oh. her way. Maybe that's what it I means. I hope she's got a Jay-Z. Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z. <laughs> oh, my God. We're Jay-Z. In, we're, in, we're in trouble. <laughs> Why am trouble. I in trouble? Oh, here what, she comes. I can't make fun of... Okay, there we go. Here, we go. here she comes, she ladies and gentlemen. Car. Come on in. Coming in the podcast. Here we go. This is going to be an exciting time. Marie Don't forget Depery. to give her your AirPod. Marie Depery. Hello, Marie. Marie. How are you? Here's your microphone. This is excellent. And then, here, put this in your, your ear and you'll be able to hear Rick. Okay. Hey, Marie. Oh, do the other one, I think. Oh, the can other you, can one. You hear, yeah. Can you hear Rick? Hi, Rick. Hi, Marie. This is Rick. Hi, Rick. This is Marie. Hey. Oh, how are you? Buckle thanks for up. being on our podcast. Yeah, thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, well, thanks yep. for asking me. <laughs> oh, yeah. We so have to be just safe. hold the mic up as close to the... Your, yeah, perfect. Ready to go. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Ready so to go. How we look. Showing her the image. Oh. oh, here we go. Where's the camera? Okay. Nice. So, do you have an errand you need to go on? Um, well, I do, but... What is it? Um, I don't... I can't think of one right now. Do you need to, oh, <laughs> do you need to go to the market? <laughs> well... I just brought my keys. Oh, okay. I brought you some chocolates. Oh, whoa, thank you. Oh, thank you. Candied orange peels. Oh, my God, these are awesome. Dipped in chocolates. These these look delicious. This is awesome. Thank you. Homemade. This is great. Well, you, you know, know usually when we we have actors on the podcast, they bring us uh, their headshots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rick, that was the worst joke you've ever told <laughs> to date. That was like a me joke. It was so bad. <laughs> I usually tell a joke like that. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to a grocery uh, store. <laughs> we can, that's, that's, we uh, can go to, um, I like going to Lassen's on Hillhurst. Perfect. Um, or is there anywhere farther? What about the Lassen's in uh, Echo Park? We can go to that Go to one. the Lassen's in Echo Park. All right, we're going to go to that one. Perfect. Okay. Nice. Great. Running an errand. So everyone's got to get some so, of the Lassen's always. All right, so. Marie, what, um, yeah, let's get into it. I, I want to know about food. Yes. What do How you want long, to know? Um, what, what brought you into, um, you know, becoming a chef? What's your story? How did you, uh, did your parents cook? Is that something you've always wanted to, to do in your life? Tell us about it. Well, the story is that um, I was born in France and raised there. And my, um, I've always loved being around food. And I cooked a lot with my mother, my American mother, who taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. And she loved to cook, too. And um, I don't know. I always wanted to have a catering company. And and then I just decided to learn how to cook because you can't really have a catering company if right. you don't know how to cook. So I went to... I started in a three-star... R- Michelin restaurant in France, um, which was a, a very a very high start, and I, I trained in the kitchen for a whole summer, and then I started working with another chef for, I mean, a few years later, I started working with another chef doing catering and private chefing, and now I'm in L.A. I'm skipping a lot of Well, we're going to get into all of it. Don't worry. We're I'm in get L.A. doing it. it on my own. <laughs> what, was the, what was the restaurant that you worked at, and where was it? it w- it's called L'Espérance. And it's in Burgundy, in Saint-Père-Souvezlet. And the chef at the time was called Marc Menot. And he's closed now. So mm-hmm. the, is he still, uh, is he still uh, cooking places? Still. I'm, Rick and I were also talking earlier about... We don't really know the terminology very well. So we're going to... We don't know anything. I can barely make cereal. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole fun part about all of this stuff. Oh, there was James Bond. I, I knew that guy in the oh. car over there. Yeah. He's probably looking at me like I was giving tour guides. Wait, <laughs> I, did you see Daniel? You just saw Daniel Craig? No, no, this guy that owns uh, Undefeated. His name's James Bond, 
and uh, his name is James Bond. Yeah, his name's James Bond, and uh, he was looking I at guess me. So there's got to be somebody. And I used to work for his company, so he's probably thinking I'm some kind of weird tour guide now. Little does he know. Oh, I'm doing an incredible podcast. Hey, Chris, let me tell you something. Everyone in this town, everyone's inside their own butthole. No one knows what's going on. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's not thinking about you. He doesn't care about you, Chris. No, people. But I care about you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Rick. Everybody's thank you so, so much, Rick. I appreciate that so much. Oh my God. Okay, so Marie, so wait. Um, so you, where were you born? I was born in Paris. Okay. And oh, nice. I've heard of that. Yeah, we were actually Rick and I were just over there. Uh, we were just there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was for stay. your birthday. Well, it wasn't specifically for my birthday, but I was there on my birthday. You were I maybe going to stay at my friend's house. I but was. It didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out exactly. Mm. I um and and of all things, I got food poisoning in Paris. That's brutal. Where? Uh, oh yeah, with the that's right. You did at the Hoxton house. Oof. Um Yeah, it in was in the uh, Sentier. Yeah. What did that mean? That's the area. Oh, okay. Paris. Yeah, and I, uh, it was just, it was eggs. It just didn't, like, did not work with me. And my body said no. <laughs> and then we don't need to get into the details, but the best part about it is I felt better uh, the next day, so I was able to enjoy Paris. Um, but that's kind of brutal because Paris has got really great food. It's supposed to. Yes, but what is your but take? But the, fr- the French do have a bit of a chip on their shoulder. I suffer from it, too. What is it? <laughs> Explain this well, chip. Yeah, what is this chip? Explain the chip. It's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, he, Nothing. He, I'm no. making fun of Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I did. No, no. It, what is the chip? Because we all know about the chip. Oh, well, Why we, is there we're a chip? just kind of, we're, we're, we're proud of ourselves, rightly so. That's having a chip, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, beca- I don't know. We're just so proud of our food and our wine and our culture. And um, and we think that we know better than everybody, which we mm. kind of do. Mm-hmm. But oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, okay. <laughs> I'm not here There's the chip. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, 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 I mean, things evolve, too. So when you were, um, what was your earliest memories around food? Um, and like, how did you say to yourself, ah, I want to do this. Uh, I love this. Yeah. Whole time. Like wh- wh- what was like the early kind of, a uh, in- inception mode for all of that? Well, um, it's, it was when I dis when I actually, um, found out that I wanted to have a catering company. Okay. And so I, decided to go to business school to get a degree, a master's degree in, get I don't know, I decided to get a master's degree. But to, to prepare for that, I, dis, I thought I should learn about cooking yeah. because I'd worked a lot in restaurants during my previous studies, and but always up front. And um, so that's, so I thought I should spend some time in a restaurant. And somehow it happened to be in a super fancy kitchen which mm-hmm. was great because i got to i got to I, I i got to see the 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 best the creme de la creme right from the start yeah yeah definitely mm. <laughs> what were some of the no restaurants? pun intended Whoa. oh yeah. my god rick you are really <laughs> what you're like two i'm on two, fire today you're two for two creme de la creme jokes. <laughs> <laughs> creme de la creme that's not a bad joke <laughs> um <laughs> back, I'm sorry. Back to the real interview. Um, so, yeah, what bye. Was, bye, Rick. It was fun talking bye. to you. Um, bye. What was uh, no? What was like um, when you were a kid? What were your favorite places to go eat? Um, McDonald's. No, I hated McDonald's. Yeah, um, it's bad. It because it was a, it, because it was American. I didn't really like being. I didn't like being American. I still sometimes don't like being American but I love it too right. but um, wh- I I guess I really liked my mom's cooking the most yeah what would she cook I loved um, spent the summers we spent in Maine and yeah. eating the food and eating lobster in Maine that was always mm. a big thrill of the year um, and my mom my mom I don't know she just cooked very but she makes the best uh, roasted chicken, mm. best yeah. roast chicken. She makes the best chocolate mousse because her chocolate mousse has little chocolate pieces that aren't quite melted, so it has a little bite uh, on some oh bites. God. Yeah, that sounds so good. 
It's so good. Um, maybe I'll make it for you guys one day. It's oh, oh my god, vegetarian. We would love that. Oh, it is vegetarian. That's vegetarian. I I Trebi. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I was born in Canada, and uh, I took one French class when I went to school there, and I I I have a hard time understanding French. That's okay. Yeah. So maybe we could do yeah. like a French lesson throughout this, but oh, we oui. vegetarian. How am I vegetarian? Pr- vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, that sounded what, pretty um, good. I have yeah. a question. Yes. What um, <laughs> you said that you it you wanted to start a catering company before yeah. you wanted to learn how to professionally cook. Is that true? That's what you said. Yes. So what? Yeah. Um, usually, I would think it would be the reverse. I know. You start cooking and then you branch. What? What was it about a catering company that appealed to you? And then maybe if you can go into. The differences between working at your own catering company and working at a restaurant, what you like about each and why you prefer one over the other. Well, in restaurants, I've never really worked in a kitchen, except when I just moved to L.A., I ended up in a kitchen making brunch eggs. What what kitchen was that? Where'd you work? I worked on Larchmont. Oh, wow. For maybe two weeks and then they said you're really nice but i think you'd be better up front (laughs) you're (laughs) you're a bit slow (laughs) okay so you're at a restaurant on larchmont okay yeah um and then um what was your question oh why is it backwards well the thing is um i've always loved uh, I, i i just love parties i guess and i love it when i love bringing people together and i i guess that's kind of a way that i grew up because we 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 hosted a lot of parties for American or French um, holidays and we also my parents have a small vineyard so we always Whoa. cut the grapes and then oh. and then there's a big party for that and there we ha- my parents have a barn in which we we and when we do parties we always all cook together and now now I've had your stuff too through um Natalie's nonprofit, like you do a lot of stuff with We the Women Collective. Yes. And um, and I, I, Rick, she her souffles are so good. She did a vegetarian souffle. I, it was insane. But that was that was actually thanks to you because one night I was supposed uh, I was supposed to cook at Natalie's, or we were supposed to do a dinner together, and I had a fixed idea in my head of what dinner would be. Right. And then, um. And Natalie called me and said, well, Chris Candy is coming for dinner and he's a vegetarian. And nothing I was making was mm. vegetarian. And <laughs> of course. I, 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 I got so nightmare. upset. I, I said, I have to call you back because I, 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 I didn't know what I could make. And I, and I, and I cried. And then, and then the cheese. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> These people just cut right in front Do of me. Do you hear that, Chris? She yeah. cried over Wait, your you vegetarian. Wait, you cried? No, I didn't. He didn't. Yes. It, no, it was because of you. I cried. Yes. And then because of you, Chris. What? Because you decided to become a vegetarian. And then uh, That's what I'm no. trying to get you to eat meat. This is my worst nightmare. Me imposing <laughs> my my beliefs on someone. But no. But then it was such a fun evening because <laughs> I I actually got off my fixed idea that I had because I'm just realizing that I'm very stubborn. Uh huh. And we had the most fantastic evening. But you actually missed the most fun part because you had to go DJ or something. Right. Oh, and that's right. Of course you did. Yeah. Because we did a cheese souffle, which was great, and then we did a chocolate souffle, which was oh wow, really so good. I mean, that was really hey, good. Yeah, I'm a bit of an idiot. I come from a working class family. I don't <laughs> use words well. What is a souffle? <laughs> souffle means to souffle. Souffle in French means to blow, and um, it just means that there's air going through the eggs. Okay, so you it's an egg-based dish. It's an egg-based dish, and you separate the yolks from the whites, and mm-hmm. you beat the egg whites till you put a lot of air in the egg whites, and then you fold, you don't mix, you fold the egg whites into whatever mixture you want it to be, either cheese or chocolate, oh, and oh. then um, you bake it, and because of the, with the temperature and all the air in the egg whites, it fluffs up and it blows up. So it's called a souffle. So, yeah, Rick, you didn't it know like that. An, is it like an? No, I didn't. It's is excellent. Is it like an airy quiche? Is it like a quiche? It's an airy or is it quiche. quiche. Yes. It's an kind airy of an quiche. airy quiche. 
But yeah. then how did you make a souffle with no eggs for Chris? Would that be uh, no, considered no, a souffle? I no, he eats eggs. I, I eat eggs. He's vegetarian. You eat eggs? Yeah, I eat eggs. I mean, I haven't. I didn't know. I haven't this huh. week, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay eating eggs. Um, but that's a that that's an animal. That's that could be an animal. That's like well, that's you know, the thing. There, there's an ovo lacto uh, vegetarian, which I kind of fall into that category most of the oh, time. Oh, okay. And um, do you eat fish? No, I don't eat fish. Um, okay. But the um, the egg, like the kind of logic is the egg is going to be made anyways. Um, you know, and it's just unfertilized. Wait, wait, it's going to be what? It's made gonna anyways. Be... It like like hens naturally okay. just produce eggs right. and and. And yes. it's the same thing with dairy. Do you eat chicken broth? Do you eat N- soup with chicken broth? I try not to. No, I, I don't. I, you know, I'm sure I've had it over the years just by not asking. Um, yeah. But uh, don't ask, don't tell. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, I'm, I've been trying to be better and better with it over the years. But it's not about my my dietary lifestyle that we're talking about right now. I just had no idea that I made you cry that day. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> Chris makes a lot of women cry. No, 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 no. Jesus, Rick. It's okay. So, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> I'm driving through the cemetery right now. Where? In, uh, in, in Glendale? Forest Lawn. Really? What are you doing yeah. there? Where are you? Yeah, I'm where just are you? cruising around. Yeah, he normally... You know, I, don't, I, I don't have an errand. You don't have an errand, dude. Yeah, it's... The idea no. with this podcast is because Rick and I always talk on the phone to each other when we're sitting in crazy traffic, and so we decided to start a podcast based out of our conversations, and um, now we've just started roping interesting people into the mix to go for the ride. That's <laughs> so fun. So, so you, okay, so when did you fully move then from Paris over to uh, the States? Whoa, easy. Yeah. God. Um, Sorry, we had, well, a, we, had a, we had a Volkswagen almost smash right into the side of the car here. Well, um, when did I move? Well, f- four year, four summers ago, I was working with another chef in Maine on an island where um, there's no restaurants. So we did private chefing and we're in very high demand because right. there's a large, there's a large, wealthy summer community that. Um, um, liked our services and then I didn't really want to go back to Paris because I didn't I'd been wanting to do this catering in Paris but I just couldn't do it I I, I there was oh I would always create a problem what do you mean like I, yeah, I what was, kind of problem I would you know how when you're um, procrastinating yes there was okay, I would yeah, always it's... make up make, there was always a problem but I, I think I was just and there's not the same enthusiasm. The French are not as enthusiastic as the Americas when you say you're you want to start something. Right. They say, "Oh, well, that's so much work." The they French don't, do. Yeah, that. and the Americans say, "Oh, that's fantastic. How can I help?" Right. Right. Yeah. It's kind of that. Uh, yeah. Is I, is that a is that would you say that's a cultural th- a cultural thing across the board in France? Oh or yeah, they're not. Kind of, they're yeah. very. They're much more. They're not as in, as business oriented or in a different. Do you think way. that's do you think it's, I don't know, the socioeconomic structure of France being that America is such like this capitalist system that has the greatest health care in the world and we let people die? I don't know what I'm talking about here, but I'm You're just wondering. To like, <laughs> <laughs> Marie just um, left the car. <laughs> She's gone. Yeah. No, I've heard this. I have a buddy of mine, a close friend. He's been in Paris for 10 years, and he was saying that it is hard getting people he works in the film industry and it's hard getting people excited everyone wants to kind of downplay everything yeah it's and difficult kind of push it yeah and they don't the, the french don't really i um know about gratitude interesting hmm. they don't they they don't i i i don't even know how to say that i'm grateful in french Interesting. They don't even have a word for it. They I don't know how to say. Grateful. It's not. It you have wow. to huh. kind of go around in circles to express it. That's interesting. Yeah. So maybe that's why they have a chip. Would you say like France is more of a, a like a nihilistic viewpoint of the world in terms of just kind of I don't know celebrating nature and things are what they are. I don't know. I'm just curious. I feel like America. You know, we're kind of founded with this Christian belief that there is some kind of a higher... I wonder if those things, you know, the What is the religious scene over there in Paris? Yeah, what's the religious scene like? 
Well, it? it's more Catholic, but it's, it's right. I mean, it's it's originally Catholic, but it's become very Muslim. Right. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. I think there's some. And has that there the uh, like Islamic food scene gotten into Paris more now too? Um. Yeah. Just since you've seen it change and stuff like that over the years. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And. I mean, I don't really know, actually. Right, 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 but right. They, I mean, they have their, their, yeah, yeah, they do. Cool. There, there is, there is a, a big, um, like North African community, food community. Hmm. When was the last time you were over there? I was just gonna ask that question. Uh, but oh. I came back three weeks ago. Oh, so what were oh. you doing over there? Oh well, I have to tell you. Um, I <laughs> yeah, please please this is the perfect place to do it. <laughs> I I went there because my best friend was getting married. Okay. And then a month later my father was turning 80. Oh, congratulations, so, dad. So in the meantime Congrats. um I went to Italy to Barolo. Oh, what's that? That's a city in the Piemonte Piemonte where they have the the most famous Italian wine. Barolo? Barolo? What's Barolo? <laughs> See, this is come on, Chris. I don't know nothing. <laughs> How do you not Barolo. know this? Barolo. Barolo. Um, well, it's very, it's, Ital- it's very famous Italian. Got right? it. And my friend Giada has a bed and breakfast there, Giada Patria. Okay. And uh, we'll speak a little bit like this when we'll see each other. We get a little bit silly. <laughs> and um, so I went to visit her for two weeks and it was during truffle season, so we went to the International Truffle Fair. Whoa. What was that like? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Was, I think it cost seven euros to get in. Right. It's in Alba, which is about 12 kilometers from Barolo. And <laughs> um, it's just stands and stands and stands of different people selling white and black truffle and mm. any type of produce you can you can eat with truffles such as s- sausages charcuteries or um cheese or bread or so rich it w- yeah i it, love truffle it was it was really fun and we bought <laughs> i <some> love truffle <laughs> have you ever been truffle hunting with the oh, my bought, mom where, where are you really with the pigs what what's with, that uh, truffle hunting have you ever gone truffle hunting no i've never done that i or, haven't yeah, I'm not asking you, Chris. I don't care what you've done. <laughs> uh, I highly recommend it. I've never done it. I haven't done it, but my mom went, and it is a, a fun experience where they have these... Uh, the pigs? Well, they, they had dogs and pigs, yeah, like looking for, hunting for the truffles. What's your um, what's your favorite dish? Uh, with truffles? Yeah, with truffles. Sure. My favorite dish... Oh, this is my favorite dish with black truffle. It's... Steak tartare, just raw beef. Okay. With a little bit Whoa. of olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little bit of shaved black truffle. It's wow, the most man. delicious. Ne- you don't sound- need anything steak- more. I've never had steak tartare, so explain that to us. I mean, because there's such like a fear about eating uncooked poultry, uncooked meat. Is there, can you get sick from that? Or are they cutting it from a, how is steak tartare prepared uh, differently than other meats? Oh, you were crackling a little bit. Say say the question again, Rick. Can you get sick from, I think he was saying, can you get sick from eating raw meat? Well, I mean, how, how, what makes steak tartare steak tartare? Is it a certain type of, you know, part from the cow that they cut from? Or, you know, how are we able to eat that and not eat it? And not get sick? Yes. Well, um, usually, you know what? I don't even know that. But um, Mm. I know that you don't want to eat raw chicken or raw pork. Mm. You don't want to eat raw white meat, I guess. Raw red meat is okay um, now that I think about it, but I can't. Yeah, a lot of cultures have raw raw like uh 
cow and horse. I feel like that I've heard of horse. Yeah, I've heard of that horse? too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Italy eats a lot of horse, don't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. They like that. The French too. The French do. Um, what kind of uh, what do you here. what kind of dish would a you know a horse be in? What like a horse? Would you have a horse souffle? No. Horse ragu, I think they do. No, you would have raw horse, I think. Raw horse. Yeah. But they cook horse too, I think, don't they? I've heard of horse ragu, like in Italy. I've never had that. Poor horse. I mean, but, I'm just huh. saying. Um, I mean, I, interest, it's interesting. Uh, just, I was just in Mexico City, and they love, you know, dried worms, dried yeah. crickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dried scorpions. But That's that, a big thing. That was always my thing with <laughs> vegetarian and then like the vegan world is like I would rather eat like something from like oh the moon is so full have you seen the moon Rick oh la la I can't see the moon because <gasps> I'm in my car wow. uh, I guess I'll look for it I don't, oh you have I don't see to it. it's good it's good it's oh, good. where is it it's behind the palm tree it's well, behind the palm tree <laughs> some well, people I'm different <laughs> I'm not reversing to see this thing I, I've got too many things going on that could get us in danger I'm looking for I'd it. rather eat a it. piece of tofu than eat a cricket. That's what I'm trying to say here. All right, uh, you know, but oh that's yeah, just Chris, me. like being a vegetarian, does a insect count? Um, for you? I mean, I would never, uh, I would never want to eat an insect. But like, that's like when you get into like the macros of things. Like supposedly, like a lot of like insects and rodents die when they're you know. Uh, pulling out all of the corn and vegetables the, the corn, farming. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like i don't know it's like for me it's more um definitely aware of it but it's like okay at that point like you've got to really just have like the luxury and the ability to grow all your own stuff yeah. and uh it's not of interest but um it's neither here no, nor there it's neither here nor there <laughs> so no marie um it's a good time to plant when the full is moon when the moon is full is it hmm do you have a garden why? in your backyard? I do. What are wait, you growing? Wait. What are you why growing is currently? That? Wait, hold on. I want to know why. Why is it a good time to plant when the moon is full? <laughs> yeah. Why is that, Marie? Yeah. Because, why is that? Because it's it's just the new beginning. Oh, a new oh, season. Okay. So it's oh, good to to, to plant. Yeah. It's good to. I mean, in California, I don't think it makes that much of a difference right. because the weather is always so nice. But, um, yeah. in different seasons of different parts of the world it does anyway um yeah i just have oh my herbs. god the moon just or it's good isn't it yeah we'll have to post I'm just a looking photo at the moon the right moon. now so sorry the moon's a, amazing let's post a photo of the moon right now you can see it um, <laughs> it's just gonna be a generic moon <laughs> yes, photo. there you go <laughs> <laughs> um okay cool we're, we're near lassen's but i think we're i'm gonna drive us into downtown because uh, i want to get talking about a few more things um okay so you come to LA, start the catering company. So, um, what are primarily the things that are on the menu nowadays that you're you're preparing? Um, do you find that there's certain like go-to items that like people like, or are you always mixing it up? I mean, I've had your food and your cooking on a few shoots now, and uh, at, at Natalie's house. But like, um, oh cool! You do catering for uh, film and television shoots. You did one, I remember. I did it for the um, Debbie short movie. Yeah, short, short film. film I worked okay. On. Yeah. Yeah. And you did roasted chicken, I remember. I did. I roasted some chicken. And she was that your mom's recipe? Uh, no, it wasn't. No, uh, it's just okay. It Would you? Is your is? Uh, well, I guess yeah. Chris just asked a question. I also have a one off the piggyback off that. In your catering company, is it mainly French cu- cuisine, or do yes. you do kind of a yes? Yes, it's mainly French. Nice. But I also I've realized that in Los Angeles you have to have food for everyone and how, oh and which 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 is which when i begun i thought was a, a mo- really difficult challenge but it's actually nice to have food for the people who don't want to eat too 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 many carbs or gluten and right. to have vegetarian and vegan options and and it's actually really easy to to prepare a whole meal with food for everyone and then you and then you don't you don't have to. It's. I. I just. I think it's. It's wonderful that to to be able to have anyone over and that everyone can have something to eat that's not just a grain or a green bean. Right. Yeah. So in LA now, like, um, you know, I 
it's kind of annoying to talk about, but like everyone's always talking about how LA's having its like food moment, you know, and like there's mm-hmm. all these restaurants. Um, I can definitely see that like growing up in LA and like seeing a bunch of places turn into like fancy restaurants, like the one to the right over here, uh, Subaki, which I've been to, which is really good actually. Um, but what, what is your take on it all? Like, um, is, is there a place you're really excited about or a place that's been in LA for a while that you really like to go to? Um, how is your take on, uh, LA's, uh, up and coming kind of food world? Well, I think it's great because I, I, sometimes I think that I, I should open up to more, um, different kinds of cuisine right and not always stay in the french cuisine yeah um so i like to try out different different places but i have to tell you that that i'm i the what i'm constantly mo- I, most of my time i'm i'm cooking and i i don't really have the Sometimes I, I, I just, all I want is to, is a dish of noodles or something. Right, right, right. I don't, I, I don't want to think about the next thing I'm going to eat or. Right, right. So I, I don't, I, I, I do want that to change. I do want to go out to more restaurants and, and discover more things. But, um, on my time off, I guess I'd rather go see a movie than. Than cook. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. That makes a ton of sense. Um, what What's your favorite, you know, non-French dish? Oh yeah, that you question. you always go to that like you go to like something that you enjoy the most. Mm, I like um, crispy duck. Okay. Mm. Um, and I Chinese? like yes. And so, maybe I we'll like, drive through Chinatown. That's a good um, idea. And we're just driving through Chinatown. Maybe yeah. that was <laughs> that was. It. <laughs> you guys um, are on a food. I tour. like Moroccan food too. The the bricks that they put in filo dough, and with lo- when they mix a bunch of herbs and put an egg in the middle and then make a nice cr- triangle, a filo filo triangle. Does that help? I'm gonna turn the light on in the car because it's so dark in here. Oh, I already put the light on in my car. Oh, the lights are on now. Okay. What, yeah, what? We're, we're in the uh, we're in the we're dark in the dark zone. zone. Yeah, it was getting a little <laughs> too dark. It was starting to look like a film noir in here for a second, and then and then the video projector turned into a, a podcast. Um, all right, perfect. Now oh, there we are. Okay, so well, are um, you uh, are you a fan of Mexican food at all? Do you like the L.A. taco truck scene? Are you into that? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. What about what's your take on this f- like fusion? Like you've got Korean barbecue mixed with Mexican food, and then they have this. Who is that? Uh, who's that famous chef? That That's Roy Choi. Roy actually, Choi. I met Roy Choi. Very nice guy. Did, has okay. he been on your podcast? He hasn't been on the podcast, but uh, <laughs> you know, maybe one day we'll get him on here. <laughs> Last I mean, time. yeah. What do you think? What's La- your feeling about the fusion? The fusion of cultures. Fu- into food? I like it, but it's just sometimes. I feel like fusion Sometimes. is a very 90s term. Um, I feel like in L.A. in like the mid-90s, there's a lot of uh, like fusion restaurants. Where yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel oh. like we're still fused. Oh, we're still fused. Oh, well, we're fusing big time, aren't we? Yeah, we're fusing very in a very big time. I just uh, yeah. I, I, I constantly think of like uh, restaurants that I would go to with my mom when I was a kid, and they would be like Hawaiian fusion uh, yeah. or uh, Pan Asian fusion. Um, <laughs> Pan Asian. Or um, and then and then like, there was like a chocolate lava cake always at the very. End. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I would fuse? I would fuse Mexican and Italian. That way you could have like a lasagna oh, taco. Are you? Mm. That's you know? disgusting. Yeah. Or like a bolognese <laughs> okay. for salsa. No, now you're... That's disgusting. <laughs> bolognese ranchero. You're, you're just... Oh, Rick. What? That's horrible. Huevos ran lasagna. No, no, no. <laughs> lasagna no, no. ranchero. A nice manicot. Uh, I actually I don't know like what I'm just about. three ingredients. What are your three ingredients? No, but I like just having... I yeah, think simple. That, yeah, I like... I love that too. And I like to taste everything that I eat and I don't really like spicy food I'm really I'm actually really? quite boring hmm. <laughs> no I don't think so <laughs> I think that's actually really telling I, I, I think when you can kind of uh, break things down to just like the bare elements of the flavor they're bringing to the table you know a little bit of salt a little bit of fat a little bit of acid goes a long way and if you know if you do too much salt you add a little bit of vinegar 
I was making a pasta sauce. I went, I got a little too drunk. I added way too much salt. <laughs> what so kind I started of pasta? cutting it with vinegar, a lot of vinegar. A taco pasta? No, it wasn't a taco, but it was like, um, <laughs> I, I have an Italian family and we, you know, do like a three hour oh, bolognese vinegar. sauce. Vinegar. Yeah, white vinegar will, if you oversalt something, white vinegar in like a sauce, it'll help counteract your mistake. It's the acidity. That you made. Is that what it is? I see. I don't know any of this stuff. And funny enough, yeah. my friend always makes fun of me. My friend Mike Park always makes fun of me because I make ratatouille, <laughs> and I talk about it like ratatouille. It's, it's yeah, sh- I talk about it like it's a really big deal that I make it. It is. It is. I think so too. He's it takes time. Yeah, it takes a long time, and I think I make a pretty damn good one. A good ratatouille. You should be proud. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. <laughs> ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah, it's so good. Have you ever had it, Rick? Ratatouille. Uh, yeah, my mom used to make ratatouille, and then I love that little Disney film, Ratatouille with the rat. <laughs> he's cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, he was, he was doing something while I was still doing it too. All right, let me just put it that way, you know. All right, you started it. No, um, no. <laughs> I got a question, Marie. What's like your go-to like dish that you make often for yourself? Like my girlfriend, rice cakes, avocado, smashed avocado. Me, bacon and eggs, kind of a go-to. I know how to make it. What do you have a, a certain dish you eat? quite often that's just, and it could be something simple you know it can be the easiest thing is there a particular thing you always your go-to um i actually like a good salad i like making myself salad. good salads yeah what kind of a salad what i'm a cob salad guy what are you um i'm more cob salad guy i don't know the <laughs> other day i i mean this is really simple but i bought a what is it called celery root uh-huh i okay. grated it and I made a little lemon mayonnaise and made a true celery remoulade with a bit of parsley. Whoa. And it was, mm. it was, you could taste the celery root, you could taste the mayonnaise, you could taste the celery, and it, it was perfect. I mean, the parsley. And it, it, it yes. was, and, and then maybe a little bit of, I, I had it on its own actually, but I, I love making myself salads with, with whatever vegetable I have in the fridge. At the moment, I have a leeks. I like to just steam, steam them, and then just make a little vinaigrette and maybe, mm. maybe a hard-boiled egg mashed on it oh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I just got turned on to soft-boiled eggs. Those are really good as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the yolk kind of in the middle, and what is um, I, I I've heard this a bit. I've just heard it through the grapevine, but I heard that you know French cuisine is it's some of the hardest food to cook in the world I don't know oh, yeah. she's shaking her is head. there is there a particular dish what is the most difficult dish that you've ever had to cook and oh, maybe yeah. you can walk us through that experience a little bit and why it was difficult um you know well I I'd, I mean recently f- to come back to my trip I I had to make my t- my my present to my father for his birthday was to make him a bœuf bourguignon because he's from Burgundy and it's his favorite dish and that was the it, that was difficult in the sense that i had a lot of pressure because he's very difficult but kind and um, <laughs> <laughs> um well, the parents are the only ones critical. that listen to these podcasts um and um that was diff. Ugh, I don't know if that was the most. I don't know what the most difficult. The most difficult thing I think is baking, making a good pastry dough. Yeah. Making mm. a good quiche oh, is very yes. difficult, and it, if you make it from scratch, if you make your own dough, mm-hmm. which I can tell you how to make. What? Okay. Um. We could put but, a recipe in the description here if we need to. Um, a good pie dough. Um. And not to get the what, pie what, and the tart confused, of course. What uh, makes it difficult? Why is it? Why is pastries? Is it? Yeah. Well, is it because it's? Yeah. What makes it so? Because hard? you don't want to. You want. You need the dough to be at the right temperature. You can't just take it out of the fridge and work it because right. the, it'll get hard. You have to be careful of the amount of water you put in the dough because. You know how sometimes the dough will shrink when it's in the in the yeah, pie pan, yeah. 
and that's because of the water. Um, and mm. you don't want it to be too thick or the dough won't cook and the filling of the pie will cook and then it's mm. a catastrophe. Um, and yeah, I think I would love, I, I don't know how to make pat feuilleté puff pastry. But that's on my on my bucket list for 2020. <laughs> I don't know why um, I I relate this to puff pastry, but Canada and Canadian culture love eclairs. Oh yeah, <laughs> the eclair goes very far in Canada. Really, I'm not sure why. Why there is the French Canadian influence, but I feel like I had a very early exposure to <laughs> eclairs with my family. Um, eclairs are good. Yeah, Man, I'm oh, so yeah. hungry. Well, I want to make. I I might make. I think I should. Maybe work we should on find an eclair at uh, at Lassen's. Do they think they, they probably have a bad eclair there? Maybe they have them at the Cafe Figaro. They actually have good pastries at Cafe Figaro. Where's Cafe Figaro? On Ver- Vermont. Oh, Cafe Figaro. It's right by yeah, my it's office. Yeah, by your office. That's right. Where's your office? They apparently make an amazing like chocolate almond croissant that they never have in stock. But really? I was sitting there one time. I was eating some eggs, and there was a guy next to me talking about it to his girlfriend. And then he tried to order one, and they were like, "No, not today." I don't Whoa. know. So uh, now I want one because I can't have it. I just think it's so interesting because you know, as we're talking about all this stuff, like we've had a bunch of like actors, we've had a bunch of uh, local people to the city, but it's like the. You know, the the food world is, like, equally its own ecosystem of people doing things and making yeah. things. And it's, like, there's a hierarchy to it that I barely know. And I feel like there's a lot of, like, uh, armchair foodies. Like, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I got to try this new restaurant downtown. And well, that's fine if you want to do that as a hobby. But, like, I just, I don't, I, like, always very honest with myself in the fact that I don't know anything, you know. I know the spots that I yeah. like, but it's, oh, been, yeah. it's been so interesting, like, learning about it. Um, yeah, how does how does some how do a couple of guys like Chris and I learn about like what's on the up and coming, what's new? Is there a magazine or a blog we can go? To? I mean, how do we? How do you? Uh, there's some. My girlfriend knows all these chefs and who's doing what, who's opening what, and I'm like, who's who's telling you this information? Where are you? Because I want to be in. A, you know, I want to be in on this. I think it's it's mostly word word of mouth. Word I, of mouth. Yeah. I've I've I get what is it notifications from the infatuation um uh, mm. i mean whatever their email what are, right emails but i never read it um there's this french girl called called victoire lou her website is called in the loop l-o-u-p who has um a website with it's a kind of a blog with restaurants she th- and she only reviews restaurants that she likes so which I think is really cool because... That's like a Jonathan Gold kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I actually oh, yeah. wrote a yeah. few reviews in it. Um, and oh, nice. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think it's... I, my favorite way to discover places is just to walk into places and see if I want to have a meal there. I, I, I don't like to read. I mean, sometimes I read about something and it makes me want to go, but I don't like to... You know, I mean, if when you look at places on on Yelp or on you you don't know what the review who wrote the review yeah. and yeah and it's so subjective too it's everyone's taste yeah I, I gotta say though you go to a nice restaurant a really nice place each dish just for me it's like uh, I don't even know you know what it's like because you're a chef it just transports you to a to a state of mind. I'm on drugs when I eat good food. I'm uh, completely... And Chris, I know you're a foodie as well. You share the same experience. Well, I think everyone yeah. does. You yeah. Know, this feeling of um, it's just comfort and yeah. delight and everything all wrapped up in a while. I, I, I bet I'm that's... Exci- oh, go for it. The quantity... I, I, just, I bet oh, it's exciting for you to cater these parties and you get to see... You work so hard, you know, cooking this meal and prepping it and then people, you know eat it so quickly uh, in comparison to how much time it took uh, there's got to be that it's got to feel satisfying for you i imagine like oh yeah this a group the, 
because you always stress so much before right. an event and then when it goes well usually it go, I mean most of the time it goes well I think it's always gone well up right. until today but um, <laughs> but then some some evenings are or days are so satisfying and and that's great but I also I think that um, um, quantities are extremely important I don't I don't like plate very full plates okay right I that is the, the French take, way yeah I think it, it may, probably I don't know <laughs> but um, it's I think it's super you kind of want to I don't like to stuff my face I don't like sure. the I don't like the big plates right like right. a buffet is the most disgusting thing to you uh, well, well a buffet you get to decide Chris you That's know, true. You can but choose. All you yeah, can I know. eat. <laughs> all you can eat. I just, I, I have the same friend, Mike Park. We have to have him back on the podcast. He likes to do this thing in Las Vegas where he goes and gets the buffet pass in Las Vegas. And he goes. Oh, my God. And yeah. He, and we walk Las Vegas. <laughs> and we go to every buffet. And I yeah, only eat, pain. like, I only eat a little bit. But yeah. he fills up. He loves it. He's just, like, so stoked. And because he loves to eat, I, I love to eat too. But I'm like, I've over the years learned like, no, oh, it's better to have like portion or like enjoy the taste of things, mm. enjoy what you're eating. It's not all about just stuffing and filling a void. <laughs> but I, I I understand what you're saying. But but um, every time I see a buffet, I think of that, and it's interesting to hear that because um, it's it's off-putting, you know. I mean, there's a lot of people love it and all the power to them. But I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Leave people wanting think, more. Always leave go. people wanting more. There you go. It's very similar making uh, food and making movies and and kind of what we do. It's uh yeah you're kind of uh it's it's a similar thing. It really now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I feel like I'm discovering this now. I mean, you know when you make a, a short film or a feature length film, the amount of time you put into prep and into mm. post-production mm -hmm. and into the whole thing compared to how quickly someone consumes it with their eyeballs is it's crazy it's crazy yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. the turnaround yeah yeah i hear what you're saying yeah i mean i remember we did thanksgiving dinner this year and it was you know 10 hours of cooking and everyone ate the food within 30 45 minutes and they were done it was like wow <laughs> yeah i mean what the hell <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's yeah, I know. It's crazy the amount of time and, and effort that goes into making these things. And then, voila, it's done. Et voila. Is there a, a French dish that takes, like, this a crazy amount of time? There are some Italian sauces that can take up to three days to cook because you're just doing a slow simmer the entire time. Is three there... days to cook a sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah do a three-day three cook, you know. Uh, Is that what you were some... talking like, your bolognese? No, that was, uh, that was about three and a half, four hours total. Um, and then I really messed it up at the end because I was drunk. Oh. I was so drunk. I just oversalted the damn thing. Oh. That's my biggest problem. I add That's too much salt. That's when you added go, vinegar? Yeah, then I started cutting it with vinegar. It was a big mess. No one knew. Nobody knew what was going mm -hmm. on. Well, now they know, but whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah, is there a particular French dish that just takes all day to make? Yeah, all the stewed dishes, like the... The stews. Yeah, the boeuf bourguignon, even like a blanquette de veau, which is a veal dish, one of my favorite dishes, served with rice. Um, I lost a tennis match there. What, at the tennis match? Uh, oh, we're just in Echo Park right now. Yeah. Getting close to Lassen's, actually, but... Um, and... Nice. What is the... What's the name of your company, by it's the way? It's called we Marie never... de Paris. Marie Da Paris. And how can people um, yeah, as we're getting how can closer, people find out? How can people find out about your stuff and if they want to hire they find you, you or get you on board? Yeah, what they, do they do? can um, contact me uh, on Instagram with my name, Marie okay. Sadron. M-A-R-I-E-S-A-D-R-O-N. Don't call me Murray Sadron. I might have done that. <laughs> yeah, he did do that. Punch he did you. that. Oh, God. You want to get punch it out him, of the way? Want to get it out of the way now? Punch him! Ow! Yeah, punch him! <laughs> nice. I heard um, that one. And slap him in the face. <laughs> and what else? Um, I my website. I tried to do one, but then I got 
I can't really figure out what I want, how much I want to put up on my website. So I'm not there yet. So right. I, you can, I guess Instagram is the best way or to call you guys. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh yeah. We could be your agent. <laughs> we could be your agent. <laughs> Take a nice lean cut. See, that was a good joke. It was a food joke and it was uh, oh, nice I like lean that. Cut. I was going to say our cut could be eclairs. You could just pay us in eclairs. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure, Rick. Lean cut was a better joke, okay? Everyone's lean cut, laughing. I like that. Yeah, because it's like, you know, meat. I get it. Something you don't eat, Chris. <laughs> yes, that is true. God, the tr- you know uh, what? Chris, this tell us the- about the time that you ate lobster. I oh, ate lobster at, at Natalie's wedding. At Natalie's wedding, at her uh, her cousin's wedding. Um, and you haven't you haven't eaten any meat. Tell us about it, because that's a pretty good story. I was at their wedding, and um, I just you were in Maine. I was in Maine. When come up on, to Ma- I was up in Maine for their wedding, uh, Dan and Natalie's, and they had a very lovely wedding. Um, very beautiful, very pretty, great people. Um, and they had lobster, Maine lobster. And I said, I, I'm never going to eat uh, Maine lobster again. Like, this is the only opportunity I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. It's for my good friend Dan, my good friend Natalie. I've got to do it. And I just didn't like it. I remember I ate it. And um, my friend Fabi, she, like, had to, like, help me do it because I just didn't even know how to do it. And I, I just didn't like the, I, For me, I just didn't like the texture. Even if I ate yeah. meat, I don't know if oh, I Oh, you would, didn't? I didn't like the texture. And I the felt taste? Like, I didn't like the taste because I felt like it was just a, um, you know, it was really just f- for the butter and the saltiness of it. And, and um, I'm sure over time mm. I would get into it, but that experience wasn't my thing. But that's okay because I know so many people who hate vegetarian food. So I get to Did have you my... get sick? No, I didn't get sick. No, no, no. I just, oh, I, okay. I just, it was kind of a reaffirming moment. I was just like, oh yeah, this, this isn't, this isn't yeah. my calling. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. You know, I, I don't want to be a person who's always like, I'm always going to be this way, but I can't see myself maybe fish one day. I'm not sure, but I can't really ever see myself getting back into, uh, poultry or, or red meat ever, but it's been a long time. You seem like a, you're like a, well, you do like sushi, but I guess that's why I was going to say you seem like a sushi guy. You are a sushi guy, but you go with the, as we're getting close to to Lassen's, um, what are we doing at Lassen's? I'm going to go in and get a snack. (laughs) That's the errand. Oh, you're doing an errand. Well, um, Marie didn't have an errand, so well, okay. I, I thought she had to go get some something for maybe a dish. Um. Well, no, I'm not cooking tonight because I cooked all day. But I want to. Can I? Is it? Can I make it to my boxing class at six? Oh yeah, definitely. No problem. We'll get you there for sure. Where's the class at? What did Close you? Close to where I live. Oh yeah, perfect. We'll get you there. No problem. We'll what just, did you? Uh, what were you seven. cooking today? Um. Today I made. Um, for a client. I, Yes, I'm working for a private client in Hancock Park, um, mm. and I'm doing a lot of pastries. Um, and today I made um, lava cookies, Whoa. not lava cakes, but lava cookies. Oh wow! And what? What's else inside of a lava cookie? What is it? Well, today I put. Um, I made the cookie base, chocolate cookie base, and then inside mm-hmm. the lava, I put um, some leftover chocolate pot de creme. Oh my god! And a little chocolate chip, and then I made a ball and closed it and baked it in a mini muffin tin, and. It's oh my god! <laughs> and like that, we're gonna have to end it there because we're at Lassen's. So Rick, you want to close? Wait a minute. What? Do you have? Do you want? Do you need anyone to sample these things? Because Chris and I will volunteer in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I once this job is over, because it's take it is taking up a lot of my time. Um, I'm going to start doing dinners and stuff again at home. We'd so. love. Yeah. Well. Well. Let's let's do. One. I'll That'd do a vegetarian dinner just for Chris. Thank just you. for Chris. Chris candy. Well, I've got. <laughs> they're candied. They're we, candied oranges. I, yeah. I'm gonna eat some of this for sure. This looks before, so good. Before we end it, if some uh, young uh, chef out there in Saskatchewan is looking to become a French chef and they want to start out, what's the what's the first dish they should learn how to make? You know, as a good starter French dish what would you say go on google look it up what what uh what's like something that someone can't i'm talking about myself what should i make i want to make something french what where would i start oh well with a souffle yeah 
It's so fresh. A souffle? Yeah. And it's it's okay. very basic. It's really like it's 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 um country kitchen cooking. It's 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 eggs and whatever Simple. whatever you mix with it. You just have to get the the don't open the oven while it's cooking because you okay. the the cold air coming in will uh, refrain it. it from rising and 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 teach yourself how to fold instead of mix. Mm. Fold the egg whites. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Souffle it is. And let me know. Send me a picture. Yes. Oh, I will. I'll go to Google and type in best looking souffle. <laughs> the tasting is better. Look though. what I did. <laughs> the most perfect lighting. Um, it's been really lovely talking to you. Thank you so much. You. Uh, nice talking to you. I hope to meet you. Oh, yes. yes. We will. Chris, you, did you show her a picture of my face? She doesn't even know who she's talking to here. Nah, yeah, she knows who you are. <laughs> okay. You, I sent her a video of the show. I did, I did. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, the show's out there. We got, we're got. we in a vortex right now because we're delayed, but yeah, it's exciting. Cool. So um, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate it. I'll close this one out. Chris, Perfect. I got a sheriff with his lights on right here. Perfect timing. Okay. Um. And, uh, all right, well, you guys enjoy lessons. Thanks. We will. Thanks, Rick. See you guys. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, that, that was a fun time. Great podcast today. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's completely dark out right now. This is, uh, this is new for us. We're usually, like I said, in the daytime. But that's neither here nor there. That's Chris's favorite catchphrase. Um, yeah, I'm closing out the podcast. This was a, uh, another exciting podcast i hope you guys learned a little something something about french cuisine i know i did um i'm a big fan been to uh, been to paris a few times i like the baguettes i like the brie cheese my girlfriend just brought me home some cheese some camembert and some other uh cheese that i cannot pronounce and i'm not gonna butcher that up there you go another uh food pun chris you're gonna love it um catch us uh next week we're on every monday and uh we're on all the podcast platforms apple podcast spotify google play and uh, of course youtube and thank you so much guys and uh i love you and chris loves you and marie loves you au revoir